0: I have power. <laughs> Welcome back, lovely. Thank you. It's crazy you're gone. I miss you.
1: oh you know. Yeah, it you know, was. Gee, it was I, really I, I I didn't miss
2: you. I did not miss you though. I was just. I honest. miss you.
1: I know you didn't, Lawrence. We.
2: Yeah, I'm just be honest. Like, it's like I miss you. Like, what the heck? Like.
1: We know, we know, Lawrence. We know you. Don't. I was all
2: right, you know. I, I was living a pretty good life until I got my my tires got robbed. You know, yeah. Maybe I it's missed because that.
1: didn't miss me, so now I miss my, <laughs> my
2: tires. Miss my tires, I said. My yeah. tires and my wheels, you know, my rims, all that stuff. Man, woo! So yeah, much so money. I'm gonna have to pay for that. Like, I'm gonna have to pay for new tire. Well, we're, the deductible. We got to get into that. It's a thousand. Yeah, $1,000 deductible that we're going to try to fight for that. A little bit, you know, reduction there. I have to get additional new wheel locks. I'm actually going to get this thing called Rim Guards, which I have to install myself to lock in two new sets of wheel locks inside the wheel lock. I'm going to get an upgraded car alarm system on top of, like, a floodlight to attach, you know, already with the, the thing that says, hey, you've been recorded. All of that so far, just to get some level of um, safety for the car.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's crazy. Quick question: um, Why did after the first time that you felt like you didn't want to or you didn't do more extreme things, did you feel like okay, this happened, I doubt it'll ever happen again? Like what? Were your- well,
2: it's maybe that is part of the ego there, where you're like, hey, it happened before, but then you got the wheel locks, and the wheel locks are supposed to be a preventative measure Mm -hmm. that creates an additional layer but what I guess I I underestimated how much of this could be pure collusion in the sense of what gear and information they have so for example wheel locks themselves you put them on but a lot of these wheel locks are universal so if you are a quote-unquote professional petty petty thief that does this you might even have access to what is what you think is just a specific will lock for you, but it could be a universal will lock no matter what. Kind of like when you buy like one of those locks, you think the lock is just unique to you, but sometimes the lock is not just unique to you. And there's other ways to kind of get it out. so therefore I was like, uh ah, you know the, the likelihood of them just coming back and robbing the same one. I was like, I, I don't know, it just it, it ain't sit with me in that sense, but now I know better that this entire neighborhood there's something wrong with it. I even attended the um, the HOA meeting, got to, it was on there, had a conversation about it and yeah, the entire HOA is not really doing anything different about it. Um, and I try to explain to them because it's not just them stealing a car, you know, stuff for me, it's the idea that you're creating an atmosphere in which theft and just general upheaval or whatever poor community stuff, eventually leads to lower housing value And as well as more issues going on so if you don't nip things in the bud and create new solutions what you end up doing is creating opportunity for this to just happen and it wasn't just my car that got vandalized there's other cars that's gotten stolen there's other cars that their wheels got stolen in the area so it's it's a broader issue but i think part of the bigger problem is that toyota toyota rav4s i don't think the alarm is a very sensitive shock alarm. It's a anti-theft alarm. That means if you try to break in and try to drive away, it won't do anything. But Mm -hmm. I don't think when you're trying to take out the wheels, it won't do anything. (laughs) Okay. So that's part of the problem. So we're creating, so that's why I said I have to go. And and then a lot of this, because it's a brand new car, I didn't want to put aftermarket um, parts on it because that could ruin the warranty in the car. Okay we're not even in like six months in I've had, you know, like, you know, like, like we're not even at the first time where we, we used to send the car in for like a regular maintenance, you know? So therefore Um, like ruining the, the warranty on it is not something I I wanted to do off rip, but yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, now, now I'm learning that, Hey man, trust nobody. And also going to, um, I guess, become gun owners. Um, Doreen is is on uh, is on it's on board with that as well, and also learning how to shoot and all that stuff like that. So there's there's something to be said because I always felt that the um, the area or people themselves are becoming a bit more unhinged, a bit more desperate for for money. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's, I've always kind of knew it. Like I have a sixth sense about these things and I know this to be true. And I was like, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it eventually, but this just expedites all of it to the front.
1: Okay. Does that also impact like, um, your, dis- well, not necessarily the decision of, I know you wanted to upgrade a home and move and all those things. Does that, adjust your timeline at all no
2: it, it doesn't adjust my timeline and Lorraine's timeline with this to this because we still have the same like, hey let's see if we could find something in florida so we can move in orlando or even eventually move somewhere else but in the end of the day wherever we move it's not going to be around the criminal element i and this is another thing that you know i get a lot of slack on it. my buddy gets a lot of slack on it saying it like You know, the people that's robbing these wheels and tires are people that look like me. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a person that doesn't look like me doing this stuff. So it's us doing it to each other. And therefore, if I have to move to areas that are a lot safer, quote unquote, gentrified. I'm going there. If I have to live in the suburbs where, hey, everybody just look at, hey, neighbor, and just, you know, we cut grass and and and, and water, the, <laughs> we water grass and, and cut trims and hedges and stuff like that. I'm cool with that because that's that's the place I want to live in. I don't want to live with a almost, you know, something around my neck, mm-hmm. like, a you know, th- this idea of something could happen at any time. Like when you walk down the street, you know, people mean mug each other. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I didn't like it growing up. I want to move away from it. I do not want to be around it because it doesn't have to be that way. Okay. It's not to say that the suburbs is, you know, safety plus or, you know, or crime free, but it's very much uh criminality is just opposed to poverty, just opposed to opportunity. And also just opposed to desperation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In my opinion.
1: Yeah. I think there's a, there's, there's a lot to be said about that. And I think, um, people ask me all the time, why do I live where I live? And I said, I could be outside at two o'clock in the morning going on a walk. I do it all the time. Um, and there are places that you just can't. You can't even dream about doing that. And I personally don't like that. And safety is important. And being in a place that's mostly like it's not that you never hear anything is just rare. Um, Because just when you go to when you lay your head down, you're laying your head down with peace. So I get it. Some people may not get it, but I, I totally get it. And I think the whole idea of like, um I think about Nipsey Hussle that had gotten out of a quote unquote system and he had all these things, but he had a store in the hood that he was in. And that's exactly where he, they, that guy shot and killed him because there's animosity, And it was kind of like, you think you made it bigger than us. And that's why. When he came back, he did what he did was because of pure jealousy and envy. Those emotions, I tell people all the time, that is the worst thing you can be dealing with when it comes to anything like that. Somebody that is jealous or envious of what you have. Those people kill people.
0: I I, I still can't believe it happened it happened twice in this regard so you mentioned that you attended the HOA uh, meeting in your for your community did has anyone else mentioned aside from car vandalism anything else has been happening in the community
2: well that's the thing we've always had these meetings I've been to a few and I don't really go fairly often because man they are the most ineffective, boring, and these are yes, old they
0: people. are. I tennis, these are no, <laughs> I, I,
2: and 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 was, I'm not even gonna put it just on them because the same thing I talked to Clea about it like it's because I'm not around in it, or people my age are not a lot. And people basically, if I think something is wrong, I don't think it's the people, those people that's there that's their their fault is people that hey, if I'm not trying to help out or not actively engaged, then I shouldn't, you know, I guess, um, expect like, much. You know, like it's almost like I'm part of the problem. The reason that they are allowed to do to act and behave this way is because I'm not part of the solution. And I always knew that they were going to be ineffective. So it's like, is like, yeah, do you go tell the HOA? I'm like, OK, I get to the HOA meeting. And for 30 minutes, you know what they did?
0: Was it complaining or, or? Oh, no.
2: For 30 minutes at the beginning of the, the, the meeting, they went over the last me- month's meeting minutes. Yep. The entire meeting minutes. That's. This is the effectiveness of that is pointless. It is a pointless nature. Like you she went word by word, what people said, what people didn't say yeah, for 30 minutes. Word by
1: word. Word
2: by word, whatever she wrote as far as the meeting minutes, you know, she went through all of that before yep, the would, meeting would, editor started. And it, That's like you don't wait. know, no, you send emails, you let people know that it's available and people read it and whatnot. You give a maybe a brief synopsis
1: yeah, of what the brief, main
2: pieces yeah. are. And that's all. But, you know, hey, old black people, they like the information, low and slow. (laughs) So after that, the president, he gave a statement and he talked about Israel and Hamas, which I'm not too sure what that has to do with the HOA, but we talked about it. He also gave his position of um, COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I we're like, oh, God, no, it's the other sec- might have been the secretary came in and she says, hey, you might want to go over here for an extra booster shop. It was it was interesting. I was like, why is this important to the HOA? I have no idea, but we continued on. <laughs> then we went back to a, a challenge. as Well, then we went to like the arrears, you know, payments and arrears. We have one hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars in arrears HOAs. That means people that didn't really pay their hoa for for years and this has been going on for a bit Whoa, yeah crazy huh crazy you know hey they just live there <laughs> like this i'm like i this point, to kick their ass out but yes, just, you me.
0: miss a month here they are like, like
2: <laughs> you're like yo you know what you're I mean? like this is the problem but then they're like hey we got if um fha approved which is actually problematic they're they're fairly excited about it for some reason but I'm like, you're you're creating the criminal even more of a criminal element, but okay, yeah, whatever you want to say. Cool. You know what I mean? You know, you don't vote for that. You vote for something else. You, you're silly. Because they fear that investors are coming in that doesn't look like us. I'm like, I'd rather the investor come in that don't look like us versus then, you know what, I'll leave it there. Then then we got what else we got in that HOA meeting. Oh shoot. And then we I guess we got to some point of um shoot we got the uh, uh, arrears, we got that one and then we got somebody complaining about their grass, which is always interesting. And then we got to the auto theft that they know of it. And oh, the one that they always come up on is the garbage cuz people just be tossing garbage and whatever and they they spend a lot of money to put lights at the garbage um, disposal areas. And it ends up being just good, light- good lighting for people tossing trash or <laughs> <and> whatever. <laughs> like, now you just help them out. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. And ultimately they went to the theft and stuff like that. But ultimately, the, in the end of the day, they have no clue how to effectively run an area. And you don't do it through democracy, in my, my opinion. You do it to damn near autocratic dictatorship. Yeah, you take people's ideals, but then you just come in there as a group and you make unilateral decisions and as best as you, you can policy. that serve the people. Hmm? You said, no. yeah, you said peer policies. You say, hey, we got a camera now at the the garbage can. Anybody that's doing this, get immediately two hundred fifty dollars fine. Immediate. No. Uh, that's the that's the way I go. I go immediately. I'm like I'm not even playing around. Immediate. I, I we'll, we review the tape. We will review your case. Right. Depending. Hey, maybe it was already packed and you just did it because you had to. I get it. But anybody else has just come in and just fling it around. Boom. I don't care if it's your child immediately. we we'll find you. I'm I'm a lot more direct and very solution driven. I don't go in between stuff. It has to be done quick. Exceptionally well. And you move on. I asked about the solutions for the, uh, you know, auto theft and stuff like that. So, I you know, while they complain, I just say, hey, here's some solutions that we could definitely do. Let's get a gate gated community. Let's finish off the gate. And they're like, oh, well, it costs us money to do blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. Some lady says, well, the gate, you know, some people will lose their keys. Some kids will not get their keys. I'm like, that doesn't make any damn sense, but there's other ways you can do this. We could have better lighting in the area. We could have also the security guard. He's like, years ago, they had a security guard, but he was caught in the car with a woman while somebody was getting robbed on the other side of the the, the, the community. It makes no sense to me, but, but I, you know, I'm going off on these super rants about HOAs, just to say that anybody that if you're not part of your HOA and in an active way, you definitely need to be because that's how you get to change and effectively do things and maybe even change the way that the tempo goes as well. So people are not just here just to burn two hours of your time, but they're we're really here to knock things out and make quick decisions and move forward. I also looked into my local community, um, like town halls, cause I definitely wanna vote for you know higher penalties and so on and so forth and I'm gonna keep looking but that, that's a whole other mess. Finding it, a mess. Finding who's actually in charge of this area, which I'm not the most politically involved, and I get it. It's also a mess. Who's in charge of me? I have no idea. Who's my representative? No clue. <laughs> I looked it up. I couldn't find a damn thing. I could barely find where the actual town, town hall is, or like the town center, or whatever it is, I couldn't really find it. In Miami, I know where those were because I, I knew exactly what the locations were. But here, I couldn't tell you where they are. I'm out here ranting. Yeah, I got real quiet.
0: No, uh, <clears throat> no, I was just thinking about the different aspects of security and the level of standard, especially living standards that we all um, have to pay for. Um, Here in Florida, West Palm, I live in a gated community, and since I started to live here, the HOA started at 280, (laughs) now it's at 350, and I won't be surprised if they increase it next year. However, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the LG or um, UL, uh, Lovely, that they have this neighborhood app. Basically, it's like a virtual social media for uh, neighbors just being nosy and want to complain and such. But what I see and notice is my surrounding communities or gated areas as well, they are also are experiencing some level of criminal activity, either within their community or outside or near it. And that's one of the things that I recall at our last HOA meeting, this is a while back, our last HOA meeting, that um People have been mentioning they're trying to prevent, right? So there has been discussion with that. But also keep in mind too, because I know a lot of people when they hear HOAs, HOAs like, ah, I don't want to do HOAs. There is um some benefit and an advantage of having HOAs too. Because as much as I hate receiving notices and, you know, premature fines and however, right? But they're really looking out for the property for the better interests of homeowners um to sustain the um increased property uh amount for your area your region so that i do appreciate i don't like to pay the assessments <laughs> every few years or so but for me i see where that money is going towards like to look at old pictures from a year or two ago and see how this community looks now it's much different so there is um an order in efficiency that I do, uh, appreciate about my own HOA, my experience that they're actually on the ball with things. Um, and I, and I live in a very mixed community. Um, lately I have been seeing more, uh, non-black people, honestly, but, um, it is a mixed community where I'm seeing more and more people running more people out and just be a little bit, you know, just friendlier. Um, so that is nice to see, but, um, the level of criminal activity, I do not, I don't try to forget about because I know where I come from and it could be anywhere. And like LG said, like people are just unhinged, man. Like they're ready to pop off anytime. Not too long ago. um, We did have an incident at Publix, um, not far from me. I don't think, I'm not sure it was in West Palm, but uh, a guy just came in the grocery store and shot his uh, wife, you know, and shot himself. And it was, it just one of those things that, you know, the world in itself people are just uh ungrounded and at, at any level they are trying to um find some some level of release and that unfortunately may comes to comes down to violence and i i'm i'm not even sure moving forward like how do you try to you know sustain yourself especially for me as a single woman I think about those things because um we spoke about it um a while back like do I want to get a gun do I not want to get a gun you know my brother is so you know pro-gun and always encouraged me to get a gun but um there's some level of awareness I I really do have for myself and I feel like if I do get a gun it's it's like like energetically (laughs) I'm putting it out there like something potentially pop off you know um so I'm always mindful when it comes to these things, but I'm I'm super mindful when it comes to my fan my family, especially my friends. LG the the tire issue, like I just couldn't believe it. That's why I had to give you that call early in the morning. Like I just couldn't believe it. that happened like twice, um, in a row for you. So these are things that's happening in our communities. Like this is not across the street or you know across the, you know across the uh pond or anything. It's happening right in our backyard people are unhinged people are ungrounded and they're doing they're doing anything necessary to get money to release um violence um and this is the world we live in you know and
1: this is the world that we live in
2: Yeah, I think a lot of times like, I, you know, I'm, I'm from those kind of areas where, hey, you know, a lot of people didn't have any money and so on and so forth. And I could understand why somebody would have the rationale to to go into violence Um, to, you know, I guess, because you're poor, you just want to get this money so you could do something right. It'd be more understandable if people were robbing to feed their kids. It'd be more understandable. Is this Robin Hood idea of why people are doing it? You're like, hey, it ex-, you know, not Robin Hood, but Aladdin. They're doing it because they're so down and out that this is the only thing they could do. But most of the time it's not. We're finding that people are popping bottles and just throwing it out in the middle of nowhere or people just going to the club. People are buying into, you know, some of the, the most degenerate um, aspects of society. And it's not really because they're trying to make sure that grandma has enough for her health care. That's not what this is. This is just people robbing people because they just want to stunt. They just want to party. They just want to be cool. And, you know, this is just a way to disrupt other people's lives. And this is why, you know, hey, to your point, when you have a gun, you're more likely to use it. And I personally don't want to be, I never wanted to be in that position. That's why I never purchased one before. I'm well-trained with one I generally don't miss. But the fact that this is happening, I want to be able to protect myself and, um, more importantly, my family. Shoot, I won't miss. So I want to make sure that people understand that as we create this um, this type of society, I don't think people really under you know really get it that this it becomes more and more real. Um, that this you know the the likelihood of violence begetting violence becomes more and more apparent. So, yeah, I'm still gonna do what I gotta do to protect my family, though. See what it is.
0: Uh, we we don't ask questions, FYI. So
2: <laughs> we don't ask questions.
0: We don't ask questions. Once once I get a gun, I'm I'm not. Huh, either <laughs> okay, you or me. I don't yeah, ask like, questions.
2: Yeah, this conversation. shot.
0: Is is this? It's no warning.
2: Yeah, I try to tell people that. I think they need to understand it very well. Like, hey, the moment I came out. That was the warning. The moment that you saw the wheel locks in my car and the extra wheel locks, the, the thing, that was the warning. All of that is massive amount of warning that, you know, hey, it's not the time anymore and it's not neither the place.
0: I've I seen a video in the past. I'm not sure how long um, or how old this video was. It's a while ago. Um, this woman, she had a shotgun. It was a she sure was a black woman. She had a shotgun. And these guys, you know, she had the ring camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys was like this middle of the night kicking in her door. Oh, right? that's a
1: whew, that's kicking in her
0: door. And I, I guess you couldn't see it from you know um, from the inside the home, but homegirl shot and she did not stop. Oh shoot! <laughs> she man. did not stop shooting. And then when they interview her, um, she just she just said that she she didn't even think like she was scared, but once once I think she said. She has a gun. She warned them that she has a gun. They just kept, I don't, I don't know if they heard her or whatever. Yeah. They just kept hitting at the door trying to get in. And they almost got in. She just shoot. I think she uh, killed one, if I'm not mistaken. It was like three guys. It mm. was her and her kids inside the home. And I'm just like, <sighs> it, it's just like one of those things um, that I'm I'm very mindful of. You know, this is a person that actually experienced um you know, a level of criminal activity. I'm not sure if I share it on the podcast with you all, but the, well, maybe I have, I'm not sure. Um, the last year I was in college last semester, I wasn't home, but someone uh, broke into my apartment. Um, mm-hmm. they went through the window at that, that was in my uh, bedroom window since so I was on the ground floor, um, took items and everything. Um, and specifically they had to know where I live because, I I lived in a place where you had to get instructions. (laughs) There's no just pull up like this. This is a, you know, neighborhood you can find. No, this is actually in the cut. You know how Tallahassee is. So they when they found the string of guys, unfortunately, young, young black men, black males, it looked like they were doing a string of robberies all throughout the neighborhood. Um, And I think they got like 10, 15 years. This was back in 2020. 2013, if I'm not mistaken, over ten years ago, ten or fifteen years, and recently when I moved into this home in 2020, um, one of the sheriff's officer reached out to my brother about um, what 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 do they call a thing again? Reparation, something like that. What do they call it? When they give you, I think it is restitution. Yeah, restitution. Um, which wasn't much. You know, I was a broke college student. It wasn't much, (laughs) but um. Yeah. Like th- that person in a string of them got like 10 years or something like that. And it, I think he was young too. I think he, I was 21, 22 at the time. I think he was like 19. Wow. You know, I was nosy too. So I looked up the name on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, who is this person? Um, so these, these are things that happen and you know what it is too. And I'm, I i do not know we talk about. I'm, I'm not sure Doreen shared it with you. Um, LG is, is that security, yo that you no longer have. And I was living alone at that time. Well, I always lived alone, but I was living alone. And um, my close friend stayed with me, slept on the couch over a month. That's how scared I was. And I didn't even want to sleep in my room anymore because they literally came through my bedroom window. So it's it just one of those things, like, are they watching? Someone's looking at you. Like, It's like the level of security just went out the door. Even now, I'm always like trying to be alert When it comes to things that you know you know even my roommate like yo just let me know when you have guests over like i'm I'm not not giving you permission i just want to be aware who's in my home that's Mm -hmm. it i don't care who you have here i just want to be aware who's in my home you know so subconsciously you try not to operate in too much or lean too much into that but unfortunately as a woman we can't move as as carelessly as men you know what i'm saying um and we have to choose specifically these certain communities like you said lovely you can walk around your neighborhood two o'clock in the morning i can walk around my neighborhood two o'clock in the morning we have this beautiful lake um that you can walk around you know it's fairly quiet here you can walk around like little to no, nothing's going on you know Um, but I was very, um, intentional of where I purchased this home and accent, accent neighbors, you know, like being friendly about what they have seen or how long they lived here. Like, I was very mindful of that because I experienced the level of security, personal security that you no longer have, like that control, you no longer have someone could just walk in, you know, (laughs) inside your apartment or break down your apartment door, with little to no uh, consequences, sometimes if they can find you or not, it's like it, it's it's so it's those things that I, I just hate about y- the way that we have to operate. You know, like I I have somewhat of a carefree attitude, but I also have there there's another side of me where I'm fully aware of my surroundings and I'm fully aware of the the risks you know, I'm, I'm doing or placing, like assessing everything. And I don't want to operate that way, but unfortunately I have to, you know, um, especially if I'm not familiar with a certain area, you know, um, West Palm has a lot of side streets. We have a lot of hidden gems around this area. Um, So it, it just one of those things you just have to be careful with. I'm not too far from the hood, you know, as much gentrified as my community is, we're like adjacent to the hood. It's not too far from here. So I'm just, I just have to be mindful. And like LG says, like it's people, unfortunately, it looks like me. And there's other people that don't look like me are still doing it as well. Palm Beach has a huge um, issue with opioids. I'm not, not as bad they had you years ago, but like a lot of people are strung out on drugs here. You know, they had that treatment and that scandal uh, center down here, the rehab center, that thing that blew up a few years ago happened here in West Palm. A lot of people were setting up shop here. So a lot of people are um, still experiencing that drug use and that level of desperation, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I think about, I try not to hone down too much, but it's one of those things that I know I just have to be mindful about, you know, just have to be mindful. Um, I'm not a gun owner yet, but I know eventually I will become one. Um, even just a small, you know, a small gun just to carry around. And now here in Florida, you don't need a permit to carry. So that's, that's another component of it. So there's no uh, barriers. As long as you have a clean record, I think it's 24, 48 hours or something like that. And that's it. You become a gun owner. Um, so it's, it's a lot of moving parts to it, but, um, it's scary out here. Just just understand. This is pretty scary out here. But um you just have to live life you know, and be be careful and be mindful and just be safe. That's all that's that's the most we can do because those criminals are not thinking about you. They're not thinking about your safety, they'll not think about your security. So why should you think about them? That's how yeah, I feel. They're,
1: and they're in you know? a very high huh? level they're in the level of desperation oh yeah definitely when people are there you can't deal with them like oh you know they're human well not at this moment they are but they're dealing with a whole different mindset and a different breed of thinking and so you have to kind of come into the situation understanding that versus thinking about it from a place of like oh no i can't do this and i think like lauren said like he didn't just make that decision over the top and you haven't made some of the decisions that you've made in terms of location because you've had previous previous experiences that lead you to say like, no, I can't afford to let this just be by chance that I'm in an okay neighborhood. I have to do my research. I have to ask the right questions because this could cost me my life.
0: Yeah. Even when I was younger, funny, you know, we came back from, um, uh, back on site, just Georgia
1: mm-hmm. years
0: ago. And my mom, you know, we live in the hood, sketchy area a lot of Haitians but a lot of uh, criminal activity drug uh, pushers and stuff like that around the area and literally we walked in and the door was already unlocked Like right? we were gone for maybe like a month or two this is for summer vacation so my mom had a big screen tv in the living room and um there was uh there was a uh, a bed or two. I think I was there, or I was sleeping there, or my brother was sleeping there. I'm not sure, but you know, she had a a big screen TV. And keep in mind, this is the '90s, so just think about how that big screen TV looked. It's not like our flat screens where we have now. But yeah, someone someone broke into the house, took the big screen TV, and just walked right out in the front. Wow. And when I say that neighborhood is packed with people, you telling me no one saw that? Literally walked in our house. They took other items. Um, I don't, I don't recall. It was years ago when I was younger, but that I specifically remember because mm-hmm. they, um, the doorknob. Um, you could tell how someone cracked it open, like the door from the side, and we found the door open and a few items gone. But of course, the <laughs> the TV is missing. Literally walked walked in and walked out. Wow, you know, um, and that's the thing. It's like when you have a family or if, if it's either yourself, like you just have to be mindful where you live
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because of the activity. Unfortunately, my mom, that's all she could afford at a time. And I think if I'm not mistaken, we moved a little bit right after. So she wasn't playing. We moved a little bit right after after that incident because she was just tired of the criminal activities there. But it's it, it just one of those things. When we're, when we're talking about financials and we're talking about sustaining credit, it's, it's really a matter of life and death when you think about it, of where yeah. you live. I can I can tell you guys ample amount of stories. Um, not even, you know, my sister uh, incident where she got bit by a dog, you know, her neighbor's dog. When she was walking upstairs to her house, her neighbor's dog bit her. Bit her. Like she had to get 10 stitches because of the shady neighborhood she lived in. This is her neighbor dog's. And honestly, that could happen anywhere. I'm, I'm not saying, but there's, I don't know, there's there's a level of of standard of living that people are very accustomed to living and wanting to live and how they operate. Um, I'm not sure if they were like, pits i'm not sure there there uh, were dogs that shouldn't be there you know those type of certain i don't know if they were pit bulls or t- i don't know what type of dogs they were but they're big enough to took out her flesh to get stitches um mm-hmm. and to my understanding they're not even supposed to have dogs at that apartment oh, so it, it's, it's just one it's just one of those things and i just hate the fact that one one financial position and one thing that you do can really cause a ripple effect
1: yeah you can't buy a home you can't
0: yeah it's
1: reasonable um it's just a lot of like things that kind of come along with everything yeah
0: that come along with it i'm just like
1: and there's a cost because i think man i i really want to like i came it was gone for a while and i was saying this to lg earlier like things are different and when you see what poverty really look does to you mindsets um things that like people i, I, I think i'm still unpacking it because as you can see like i don't even have the words it's detrimental It's an illness it's a sickness there's so much that comes along with not having like whether it's your health, your mental status, your relationships, like I was telling my friend, like I don't see myself. I'm not going to argue with somebody about something so basic if there's a way that we can actually have a solution for it. But I realize, like when you're in an impoverished state, you don't see solutions. You often just only see the problems and you don't, you're not okay. You're not okay.
0: Low key, I almost cried this morning. Let me just share. This, this is my therapy moment since I'm not paying that freaking $40 copay um i told y'all i'm not paying for it
1: that's a copay bro. that's the copay
0: bro. Yep. first session <laughs> you won't see me um so this well i share with you all about um the issues with the home this leaking and going through the whole crazy thing with home insurance trying to get my claims paid and blah 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 potentially suing and of course they pay one of the claims i'm still waiting for that check uh but and this all ties into what our our our, um, subject of this matter of Mm -hmm. the measure of life and death (laughs) of financial um financial means right and I was cleaning up uh, the, I I hired a contractor, um, a licensed uh, plumber and a contractor. Um, We list all the things that need to be done. And the last two and a half weeks, almost three weeks, like he'd been working day in, day out, um, excluding the weekends, just been working him and some other guys, getting things in. I'm making adjustments, telling him what I like, what I don't like, checking everything. And so we finally at a, at the finish line right um everything is complete except for one thing on the ceiling that he's coming back on monday to finish so this morning i was cleaning up i was cleaning up i was mopping uh so i got the tiles done everything's looking good they look looking very fresh very uh airbnb <laughs> <laughs> i really liked it right um and i was just like sweeping yo and i was just thinking like Dang, this is like this is nice this is really nice. And then, you know, I got my mom, um, start looking down at the, um, the tiles, start like putting things away. And I just sat there and I'm just like, to be in this position to not wait or don't have to wait on insurance, don't have to wait on, you know, them closing out a claim, them distributing the check, like all this stuff. Keep in mind, I still haven't got my check. <laughs> all this stuff. Um, to be in a financial position where I'm paying out of pocket or taking out a small loan actually, but to do all these things. I don't know, it just make me a little teary. Mm. It, it makes me a little teary. Like, I just sat there like, I'm grateful AF. I am grateful. Because um, if you are, if you're aware how like insurance work when you, with the home insurance, um, just some context, uh, everyone, you cannot, so my insurance company dropping me in November um, and I still have one open claim with them, right? Unfortunately, I cannot search for another home insurance company before I get my repairs done. Mm-hmm. Right. But I couldn't get my repairs done because they weren't cutting no check. <laughs> so I was like, kind of roadblock. Like, so I guess I'm going to have to pay for this myself. And that's what I did. I just went and did what I had to do in order to pay for it myself because I could not wait on the insurance company, you know, keep delaying. This is like eight, nine months in right now this happened earlier this year we're almost end of the year so for me I'm just sitting there like yo I got all this done well I needed to get done but it got done right and I'm just sitting there being so grateful that I'm like mopping the floors I have a new new half sink in the bathroom new faucet (laughs) you know like We found another leak, a little small leak in the, um, under the sink in the kitchen, got that fixed another 500, unfortunately, but as much money (laughs) I've been douching out, but to be in a position where I'm able to do all these things and not having to wait, not having to be in a level of desperation where, okay, so, I'll, you know, this, this is happening and not being proactive. I'm just thinking about all these things. I'm just like, it, it took me to get to this level because I did something five, 10 years ago, maybe mm. that helped me at this point, you know? and we were talking about the ripple effect and i'm just like what if i didn't fix my credit you know what if i didn't get this house <laughs> you know like what all, all these things what if but in a matter of the decisions that i had made it helped and i'm just sitting there uh lovely i'm just sitting there just like yo i'm i'm like grateful yeah i got to pay all this money i'm 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 like I ain't got nothing. Don't ask me for Christmas gift. Don't ask me for nothing when you see me. I ain't got nothing for you. But my home is repaired. Mm-hmm. I have a brand new home now. Like, it's, it's so nice, y'all. I can't wait to show you guys some pictures. It's really nice. And I'm just like, I'm in a position where I have options. I don't have to wait. I don't have to kind of live on the brink of something, you know, bad happening. And and I'm just like reacting to that situation where now I'm just in a position where, yeah, it sucks spending like 15K doing all this, more repairs on top of more issues. But I'm so grateful because a lot of people can't afford a home right now. And a lot of people can't even fathom about you know, being dropped from insurance company and whatever may happen, but I know I have to sustain this, you know, level of positive attitude because look how far I come. You really think God gonna drop me now with home insurance? Nah. <laughs> nah, impossible. And I'm just, I'm just grateful. And, and just like from, from what started and like looking at the before pictures of the leak and the water, it was, it was like moldy. It was just crazy and now it's just like a damn near brand new home Mm -hmm. i'm extremely grateful i almost got teary eyed this morning i'm just like i'm just grateful man and people just think that when we're talking about financial literacy you know budget and invest yeah that's one aspect of it but when I want people to understand when it comes to options, when it comes to living in peace, Mm -hmm. I am in peace. I can look at my liver and be like, this is nice. No more hole in my (laughs) ceiling. I have to look at, like, this is so nice. And it all started from checking my credit. It all started from having conversation with my friends, being transparent, you know? getting information that I need to, it start from there, you know? And 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 I, for me, looking at everything and looking at the before and after pictures, I'm like, this is the way I should be living. I don't care how it's going to get done. Believe it will get done. And this is what I want moving forward. And that's what I told myself this morning. This is what I want moving forward. And that's it. This is my level of of living. Yeah, I see my bathroom, right? It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I'm just I'm just happy, man. And and I, I think that's that's that level of, of life and death. You know, do you want to live and persevere, you know, through all these things, or just live in, in a in a space of just peace and happiness, of, of just coasting. And that's where I'm at. It, it's not. It's not picture perfect, and I and I'm, I'm telling you all, it's definitely not picture perfect. But God, man, is damn near far from what we have come. So yeah,
2: I would say this. I think um, the reason you feel that level of gratitude, and I think I've I felt that multiple times in in the past as well, is because we came from. Those those times and spaces where we couldn't repair anything, because even that repair became more stressful, yeah. became more problematic. We saw our parents, we saw our, you know, uncles, friends, you know, aunties, a lot of people struggle with even the smallest repairs, even if it was like, hey, the car broke down. I saw more stress on my aunt when the car broke down and they didn't know exactly how they're gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. But at this stage. I think that gratitude is that we've done or we put in all these other legwork that we have enough of the resources, enough of the thoughts and ideas that even that repair could become more and more gratitude. And then you look at the home in a renewed fashion and you even appreciate the home even more because you remember all those elements where it what what it was, what it, you know, what it uh, ended up being and what it, it will be next time, even if it happens again. So I get it. I, I 100% get it because I remember seeing that uh, rental property get renewed. I was like, "Whoa, it's a whole <laughs> new rental property You know, <laughs> out here in the game. So I, I look forward and I say that to my wife all the time. I don't mind getting a home that's not 100% perfect. you know. And I think that's what a lot of uh, millennials and young people don't understand. You don't have to get a home that's 100% perfect. I'd rather have a, a, a home that's 70%, 80% what I like. And over time... I'll add a little bit more of those flourishes over time. I'll change a bathroom or two over time. I'll change the kitchen over time. You know, maybe I'll add the patio or the brick oven um, pizza thing in the back. Those are the things that ends up happening. Cause if you start off to, to, I think the money guy said it before, if you start off with like the best of the best, there's no, there's no place to go when you start off and you give your kid like a, a brand new luxury car, Mercedes Benz, you know, 2023, what else can your kid, you know, aspire to besides the more expensive thing and the more expensive thing? Whereas when you start off with something like a Nissan Versa, that's like, you know, hey, a couple years, two thousand one Nissan Versa. Right now, you start off in twenty twenty three with it. At least you have a, a place to go and a place to grow.
0: Yep. So, money is money. <laughs> oh yes
2: money is, is definitely money in this side too <laughs> like money is just flowing in and out but to your point while i was still dealing with the whole you know hey i got robbed again and angry and all the the mm-hmm. the, the the emotions of that yeah i actually looked up going to banff going where to banff it's like what the hell is a banff b-a-n-f-f banff B-A-N-F-F. Yeah, go look it up. Google Google it look at the images. And that is Banff. I'm like, you know what? I could fly from the DMV to Banff for less than like $700, me and my wife. And then we rent the car. We go to the Fairmonts, you know, in Banff. And we're going to like, we're going to really live it up. So I, I'm i looking at these things. And I'm, I'm in those positions where, yeah, I'm unhappy about this, that, and the third. Then, you know, when moments like this where, hey, I have to pay so much. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to be, I guess, more open with the way I spend money just as much as I spend it on disasters, right? So instead of waiting for, you know, moments like, hey, to go see Banff, I'm like, we could literally go see it. That's like a, that's a three grand trip. That's not a lot. It's it's a lot for different people, but for us, it's not that bad. You know, it's like, hey, it's it's a, it's a pretty easy trip. We fly. We take the car. We go. You know, we go to the hotel. We enjoy the scenery. We enjoy the hotel. We do some different activities, and then we 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 do the rental car back, fly back, and that's a that's a couple days. That's four days in Bath. Five days in Bath. If you go look at Bath right now, you see what I mean. I, I want y'all to see it. I'll I like that name. <laughs> just, just look at, just breathe it in. You know, what I'm saying, like, yo, it's beautiful. It's cheaper than going to, you know, to go to New York. New York, I think, I think a a, a bedroom or whatever a hotel might run you three hundred or four hundred dollars a night. The same that you could get at a very ex- exclusive, or at least it feels super exclusive because it's in the middle of nowhere, um, hotel, you know, high-end hotel in a place that's 100% beautiful. And the price is just as much as you would do- you would have done going to a trip in Miami. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to look at it. You know, you go with a couple of friends to Banff, you know, that's not a bad trip. It's not,
1: I'm looking at the stuff. In-
2: you, you go with your boo to Banff, that's not a bad
1: look
0: you right you right you right <laughs> <laughs> i'm
2: i'm being i'm grateful that we were able to do some repairs but i'm also looking at it like, you know what man yeah i could i could hoard or yeah I'm, I'm doing what i need to do but then i could also you know enjoy some of these other things after you know these type of traumatic events so i could recap maybe rejuvenate myself and Really see what am I working for towards? You know what's keeping me grounded, what's keeping me happy, and it's not necessarily going down the street, but it's you know taking a flight to Bath. Mm-hmm. And there it is. That's next year. At some point, I'm, I, I, look, I went to my wife. I said, "Hey, you know, hey, you know, go to that? She said, "I always want to go to Bath. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at her. The only problem is, it's her and her schedule. She has to figure out her schedule because I always have time. I, I'm a federal government agent. I get every other Friday off, like a four day weekend for me. Happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's an easy little couple of days. Some people spend way more money on a baby shower or a um a, an engage, a bridal reception engagement than they do on a trip to Banff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any gratitude? Cause I know you've been on this long, extensive, extended hiatus, uh, lovely. I know you had to deal with a lot of spending for the last couple of months. You know, how do you feel? Nah,
1: that's not spending. <laughs> it's like
2: like throwing money out the window. You know what I mean? Was,
1: that was just throwing money up in the air. Like liquid, I spent like $3,500 within two weeks. Um, and then plus everything the trip came out to be like almost seven to eight grand. I haven't put all the numbers into Excel yet. Um, I'm not
2: even talking about the trip. I'm talking about prior to the trip. You're spending a lot of oh, money, you know, and stuff oh, like I that. Took like, the, care the of your year. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm looking at a, probably a good 30 stacks that probably just got spent within a matter of like three to four months. Um,
2: and that could have been three grand to advance. I'm just like, you know, three
1: right. grand. <laughs> three, three grand to would have been like less, which is why when I came back, I was just like, hey, lovely, like you've been working your behind off for the last decade and you're doing a lot. So now like I want to every month next year I wanna do two major international trips, but I want to like, cause there would be like weekend sales that JetBlue or even Delta or like just points can just like, hey, let's just go to Colorado and go do something. And Canada is like right there, like from Boston. Like it's literally a drive. There's so much I could be doing locally and other things, but I think I'm so used to being like the central person for my family that a lot of times, like a lot of stuff happens where I have to end up like canceling something that I had planned and this year, the answer is going to... Well, 2024, my uncle said that to me. He's like, lovely. You can say um, what you want, but next year has to be a yes to you and a no to everybody else because mm-hmm. he saw what I've been doing for the last few times. So what I'll be doing is if you just see me on the ground just popping up to somebody's city, just know this is like a backfill of everything. I'm going to... <laughs> um, joe duet he's a artist they have he has a concert in Pali, 2024 december um that's just gonna be a one-off that's not even part of the internationals just pay just show up there go to that concert it's gonna be during um it's right during like christmas time too so i'll do miss on me
2: me? did you just hear what she said that's it that's that's not even a real international trip that's just a one-off i'm just okay well, we see
1: you we see you. yeah the only thing that i'm gonna have like a block off is because you guys know i'm gonna be doing the surgery so for those three months will be the only time other than that i will be in somebody's streets and then when i'm done i really will be in somebody's streets so i i have earned every lick of fun freedom like my soft friend,
2: life is coming up yeah. oh, what soft life that's Ex- exactly what squared it
1: is. so if y'all see me, don't ask any questions. Don't blink twice. Don't be asking <laughs> like, what's going on. Like Tomorrow, me and Marie, we're going to do the um main lobster. Because, you know, it's about to get winter, so that last um last rain of it, we'll be eating it. Lobster rolls.
2: About to eat these prison lobsters. Prison <laughs> food. Let's get it. Oh, y'all didn't know that that, that lobsters used to be served to prisoners. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like, it actually, it's wild. Wow. Like
1: it's so funny because it's, now it's like such a big deal, but it used to literally be like, oh, like worst of the first food. It's kind of like the same thing, like with so many different foods. It's interesting how marketing and play things kind of put those things out. But no, I'm telling you, the lobster
2: rolls be on point though—they're buttery, they're, they're soft, are. they're expensive. They, they look at you, hey, two bites—that's like well, nearly twenty dollars.
1: Yeah, I think the one that one is like twenty-two, and I'm gonna and Ooh. I'm gonna get the lobster tacos. Okay. And the, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna get the vegan ice cream from the the bougie vegan store. Yep, I'm a with an. Same. All the- it's the
2: same thing as the other ice cream, but now it's the vegan ice cream. Okay.
1: This is it's vegan, you know. And it's yeah. Really whatever. Good. It's really good, actually, guys. I'm not saying
2: it's not good. I'm just saying all you put is sugar inside these things, and of course, it's gonna be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, this is really good, but I'm saying this to say like when you are the I call it I had to I'm I'm gonna coin this term the first responder of your family it can be very detrimental to your own well-being and you don't realize like you don't do a lot of things for yourself and my dad told me that my dad said that to me mind you my dad's in haiti and a lot of times like he'll he'll need something but he doesn't he's not the person that he calls me like when he there's no other call to me so he's not that parent that's always calling but one of the things that he said to me he's like it's just as much as you you work love forfaita du plaisir." And, and what that means in English is like you have to do things that are, are good for you. And he's like feta to plaisir. he's like you should be eating the best foods, the best things after you work four, five, six, seven, eight months of working or doing whatever like full-time school, full-time work, clients doing all these things taking care. I need a reprieve. And yes, going to Haiti had some level of reprieve, but like I realized even on my face, you can tell like I'm more well-rested. I look better. I'm more freer. I didn't even have to like like not eat certain things and the weight is falling off. And a lot of it is just stress. And so I'm just taking care of me. My hair is down. I'm going to still grind and do the work part. But you know what I realized? It's once you've already put in a certain type of level of work, it's just a matter of positioning and timing, just let that part do what it does, but it doesn't mean that you can't take care of yourself. In 2024, my my word is kadima, which means to move forward. I'm going to equally put in work, but y'all gonna equally see me throw that ass in a circle. But what do you? Oh, damn. oh, oh yeah, yeah,
0: that that that's a turn.
1: Okay. That,
2: that that was unnecessary. That was like
1: it's sexy. Let know. It's
2: like sexy red came Whoa. in there.
1: Like, like, who's who's, who's listening?
0: Who's listening go. to Sexy Red
2: and Glorilla? What the
0: hell is going just, on? Let's go.
1: That's the I, way. I,
2: I, I thought we were just talking about like normal yeah. stuff.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Like equally. Okay. Well,
2: okay. Equally. Yeah, that was a lot. That's a lot yeah. for me. Just, just, <laughs> just to I,
1: let y'all know to the level this is on. Like, I'll, I'll say that. No questions.
2: I'll, I'll say that to uh to your submission here. Like, is the um, if you don't pack your calendar with things that you love, eventually somebody else packs it for you. I think that's what happens to being that first responder. That's what happens when you're, you know, when you don't have anything going on, it just some way the universe gives you other people's stuff to do as well. So, you know, it's always best to get some things in there for yourself because that naturally going to create the barrier between somebody hitting you up for whatever. They're going to be like, I don't know. You know, I could try to leave lovely, but I'm not too sure if she's going to be around. So they're not, you're not going to be the first responder because you're somewhere else. They're like I'm so so yeah maybe she's here maybe she's not and hey maybe I hit her and and I catch her or maybe I just don't and then they eventually you stop being that first responder for people and mm-hmm. I think that's also very important yep like people don't he hit me up you know they're like hey I don't know what this guy's gonna be I want them to actually always think to themselves hey man they might not even be in this country right now they
1: may not be they just they like, just may not
2: like be. they might be somewhere else I don't even
1: know where they are Mm-mm. I'm like so, nope it's good it's gonna be good because I've already started even like just doing local things as well like one of the things that I had like decided like find even local things for you to do because you'll be surprised like how much like things in your just neighborhood that you can get done that you can have fun for like nothing everything doesn't have to be for a purpose but some of the things just to enjoy because what are we here for what are we here for There's so much that we can experience travels and also going away made me realize like how much I actually miss traveling and being around. There was a point in my life that every year, two, three times, I was someplace else doing something else. And that's what gave me the inspiration. That's what gives you something to consider new ideas, new thought process, and you see different types of people. And you're like, wow, I didn't think about this this way, or I didn't see that that way. And it's about exploring and we have the opportunity to do that. We live in a very decentralized world right now um, that you can do a lot of things and you can explore a lot of things. So why not? Why not put that towards? And that's what I was saying to um, Marie yesterday. We were having a conversation. I said, I don't want to like grab like food on the go like quickly, if un- unnecessarily. Because all that money could be saved up to go do something completely exotic and and you have a great experience versus like you go out and you get a Wendy's for like $10, $15. You do that a couple of times a month. You could have had like a good, you could have went to a cooking class and learned how to make pasta from scratch. Like, I'm not saying never, but like when you deprioritize low hanging fruit, it allows you to do more in-depth things that have lasting memories. Like there's a um, hotel that I stayed in in OCOP that was so beautiful. Like it was really regal, really, really nice. And it's just like, yeah, you can splurge on that and have a better experience. And I had, I'm not a coffee person, right? I'm not a big coffee person. I don't do coffee but that morning I was like yeah let me get some hot coffee that Haitian coffee hit me in the chest I was energized for the whole week <laughs> like that's how strong it was it was so good it was rich it was organic it was and I'm like no I want to live like peasants no
2: dang you had to call them peasants my no, goodness not- <laughs> like you're yeah. the one that used those terms oh my goodness <laughs> like, like throwing it in the circle peasants like what's going on
1: yeah. You just, like, just start to realize like, there's such a different way to live. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, because you know you could be making the money but because you're just focused on earning and saving and doing all the stuff and you're always having to be the responsible person you don't get to like have rewards of you doing what you need to do for you. And that's like For those days, that's all I had to worry about. Like Once I dropped off my mom, I spent a week with her, took care of her, and I was like free to let my hair down. I took time to chew my food. I took time to be waited on. I took time just to be a cow potato. I read a whole um, psychological thriller. I can't believe the wife was the one that killed the mistress because, man, I I was like, I first thought it was her. Then I was like, nah, I can't be her because she's always helping him. And yep, it was her. He didn't find out until on his deathbed. But anyways... I read a, like, a nice book. I did all these things. And it just kind of made me realize, like I told you, equally of the hard work, you have to also reward yourself because like Lauren said, you don't put something on the calendar, they will. Like, oh, I'm just not available. Sorry, I'm out of the country. Call me when this is going on and this is what needs to happen. And I And you don't have to feel bad about it. And I think that's what, when you are in a place of a certain level of privilege, part of you feels bad. Because you feel as if that you're betraying others in a way of like, well, they have they're not there yet, and this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, no, nah, I can't do that. I can't keep doing that to myself and then calling it righteous because it's just not.
0: Yeah, you, you have to enjoy your life for for yourself. Cause you're the only yeah. person living it, only person going through it, and only person that it will have to experience it and be okay with the decision that you
1: made
0: mm-hmm. um i'm definitely looking forward to the end of the year um trip i'm going to my first international trip uh with my job in colombia we have a new office there so i'm looking forward to that so that's going to be pretty cool maybe we'll squeeze in some happy hour maybe not i've been to colombia before yeah i've been to colombia before uh um, need
2: to go colombia these days so though. It's, it's, ch- nice. it's, it's cheap it too, is cheap it is very like- The price is effective, so it's not cheap as in bad, but it's cheap as in hey, it's it's worth it's worth yeah, it's worth the the endeavor.
1: It's worth the food.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's it's definitely worth it. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Like there are sometimes like you, let's say you went to a trip like you wanted to go to like a regular state, you wanted pop in. The amount of money you're spending on a hotel that's not even like luxury is like starts to add up, and you could have went to like a Columbia and and went to like a Ritzy um hotel. Paid the same price, got better food, better quality food, and had a better experience. So something way better really to total experience.
2: Yeah. Way like total really experience. Cause um a friend of mine came in, or you know, the other guys from this other podcast, the Blythe Financial Initiative. Um, he came through, he's like, Hey, let's, you know, let's hang out. So we went to brunch with him. Yeah, we went to brunch, at what? least our version of brunch, you know, the, the, the Junction Bakery. And then we we toured around. And we found out that him and his wife, they just really come or they travel for Michelin star restaurants. So they love that. And they just kind of partake in those type of and those things, you know, especially in America. That's an expensive yeah, like night out. Michelin? That's a good like, hey, when you start going Michelin one or two. You're you're talking about one person full meal could be as much as three hundred dollars. You know, that's or even a lot more. So per person, maybe. Yeah. Per person. Yeah, yeah. Not not not. It's per person, per person. So I'm looking at them like, yeah, I def- I don't mind. I never actually thought about the the Michelin star, anything in the DMV area, because a lot of it tend to be super expensive. But me and my wife, we're going to end up in Michelin star restaurants in Argentina and also Brazil. And at some point when we get to Peru, I already have like the top, the world's best restaurant a couple of years running. We're going to go there we're gonna enjoy i don't care what the price is i'm gonna enjoy and it's gonna be a lot cheaper than if i stayed and went to a michelin star restaurant or equivalent in the washington dc area Mm -hmm. and the food be on point they're like hey they're like five to ten course you know meals and you picking different ones or they just doing it like they're telling the story with the food it's crazy
0: i always want to
1: experience like that that'll be cool no it's it's about like um having those moments where you're you're enjoying the depth of your life and it gives you it gives things not necessarily even meaning but just joy and I think we do need to make room for those things because when you get stuck a punch they be sucker punching you <laughs> like life be out here just like dogging like wow that's that's a little harsh <laughs> but
2: but just yeah. like uh Atlanta said like majority of this stuff even the stuff you and Doreen are doing now was all based off of decisions we made prior. So you yep. can't just jump into I just want luxury, soft and everything oh, no, no, and no, no. without actually having your ducks in a row cuz now I think what it comes down to we now have our ducks in a row and we need to lean into living a life that we des- deserve even more. So we've had we all do those things like hey, we we, we invest hopefully at least me and my wife invest to the max in our 401k, IRA, HSA. Now, with the rest of the money, now we could, you know, with our savings, building it back up. Now we can start looking around and say, you know what? Time for us to go, you know, with the extra money. Let's go travel. Let's go experience life. And we then we go back that. to, yeah, that's it. We so got <laughs> Yeah, that people don't, they ain't saving. And I'm like, <laughs> we saving and it's creating that wealth, that, that cushion. And I think that's probably the most important thing, having that there. Is the most important yeah. thing that's creating, you know, this life that we're we're living now, not the other way around.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and especially when you're reinvesting back into your home, reinvesting back into these uh, things that will um, eventually monetize more or increase um, in worth and uh, value years later. Because I'm looking around, I, I have another project I want to do around the house. Uh, I want to do that dual um, washer and dryer that stack washing and dryer and um make the other side into a more um storage efficiency yeah i'm, I'm all hgtv <laughs> but that's like excuse me that's like down the line i eventually want to do and i'm looking around like the ac unit and all these stuff i'm putting into the home i'm just like yeah this this is a good investment because <laughs> everything's damn near new with this house now so um
2: and, and that ac blows even colder
0: what especially how much
2: <laughs> and, and, and yeah you pay you pay for it but then also like the bill the utility bill i found that it kind of got more efficient and cheaper yeah
0: it got cheaper yeah that's that's what um the the unit i got is is actually bigger for the home is and it's better so it's definitely uh more efficient for the home but jeez but the, the the things <laughs> you have to do but that reinvestment i'm looking forward to that maybe i'll say next year maybe i'll do an estimate on the house I, i'm I'm curious, you, how much you, you got a
2: home. roof, right, or you, you don't have? You have a roof?
0: Yeah, I have a roof. What you, you ever, have a roof? Well,
2: I don't know. Like, I live in a <laughs> condo. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. if You live in that kind of condo stack unit type of thing, or is it just like you? You have both the floors, and is it a separate unit, like completely separate, not attached to anybody else?
0: Oh, uh, it's a town home, so it's not a condo.
2: Yeah, it's a t- I'll say. So, is is townhome town home attached to other town homes?
0: Uh. At least up north,
2: we we have all of that. They're always t- a lot of them are attached to another home
0: what do oh, you, you mean attached? that patch, how, how
2: is mean? that how is that hard to understand is your wall connected to your neighbor <laughs> like
0: yeah i guess well, yeah perhaps. yeah
2: yeah okay that, that's fine but okay so you have one of those basically like all right you have like a rural home type of appeal so you do have the roof you ever consider doing the whole solar panel thing that's, that's why i don't with.
0: think um i don't think i could do that to be honest why well not not in this community but not with hoa
2: Okay, the HOA doesn't allow it. That's crazy.
0: Um, I you think they ask. cover. Yeah, I can ask, but I'm not not sure. The reason um, why I say that is because I was um cause because I'm... it's not flat roof, FYI. Sorry, it's not a flat roof. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those. Yeah, it's like slanted.
2: You know, slanted roof type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like one
0: of those slanted roof thing, whatever. Because I don't think I've seen a known one property, so I doubt we can do it. So.
1: It doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
2: It's probably other people didn't do it. You live in a sunshine sunshine state. You don't have like solar panels. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Definitely ask because when we were mm-hmm. going, we were touring the homes. A lot of the things that um, the lady would say, well, the HOA allows this and that. And she was like, well, a lot of it is guidelines as well because you can, certain things can come to a vote. So if it's not explicitly written that it's not allowed, that some things can come to a vote and then you can actually do it.
0: Yeah. Like get permission.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I, you know, I'm a, <laughs> somebody told me I'm a hard negotiator. I'm like, nah, it is because I know that almost always things can be done in some type of level. There are some things that are straight up no, but asking doesn't hurt. And then sometimes you get the answer that you need just by asking the right person and also just knowing.
2: Yeah, asking is the answer. I, I learned that from the whole Trevor Noah book. You got to ask the question. At least, at the very least, you have the yeah. answer versus yeah. no answer
1: at all. At all. Yeah, I agree. And then you like later on, somebody's like, oh, just because it, and also you could be the first. Yeah, it hasn't been done. You could be the first. And then that's how it's allowed over the years. And sometimes mm-hmm. it requires that. And it doesn't mean like you have to go into like some big thing about, oh, can, can this be done or consider? And like, oh, that hasn't been done. Let's see what can be done about that. And I've gotten, like, upgrades by doing that. I've been able to, like, pay way less for things. Like, I just got an extra $500 for the year off of some bill. Just because I was, like, she's like, we can't go any lower. And I said, well, can you check today? Like, can you? And she's like, oh, okay. She took another $49 off. (laughs) And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) The more you ask, the more you position, something's going to come out. And you'll be surprised how that works out, so... Yeah,
0: but before I, I focus on anything outside of the home, I'm just trying to make sure I'm updating everything inside the home first, you mm-hmm. know? Oh,
2: yeah, so. just, it's cool. What you're doing is just fine. No pressure, no stress on it. I just was like, hmm, do you have one of those type of homes? Because, man, you are lucky because I don't have a roof because <laughs> I did how to solar ASAP. save me a little extra money, hopefully. And there's so many things I definitely want to do with um, the next home. Hopefully, we got a garage. We could park the car to get the charge and not get robbed for our rims. You know, that kind of thing would be kind of nice, not get robbed from our rims. How but much- with that said, we're at the end of this episode that we probably oh, need to man, cut. Yeah, yeah you got to have to cut. Yeah, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, thanks again for actually joining us for this um, other episode of The Financial Grill. We tend to talk about all the different elements and hopefully you got something from this that yes, set up your, your finances in a way that makes a lot of sense. And hopefully after you set it up, after it's up and running and, and working for you, you could start to really enjoy the fruits of your labor and you could even you know start saving more and doing more with that. And that includes experiences or that includes doing nothing at all. Because sometimes sitting at home, with just a book, it's good enough for a good time. Mm. And I think a lot of people um, don't know that, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to do a grande. You do not have to go to all the Michelin star restaurants in the world. You could even learn to you know, make a couple drinks at the house and and have a really good time with that as well. So there's a lot of opportunities for anybody. And happiness is uh, available and affordable on any budget. Come on now. I'm out here trying to drop jams out here. Drop Drop jams. You can find me in the on the interwebs as a neighborhood finance guy on IG and so on and so forth. And definitely, where can they find you?
1: You can Love find them. me on Lovely That oh, I don't know. I just drew a complete blank. <laughs> like why? But you can find me on Lovely Mordellas on all platforms. And it was always a pleasure for you guys to listen. And I 2024, I'm going to push all of us to do video because I think that's important um for us yeah we
2: do video but we're not shaking i'm not shaking my ass
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) in a circle i'm not i'm not doing that in the circle but uh, where can they find you atlanta
0: if the price is right um (laughs) only fans
2: hashtag only fans gotta make extra money to to renovate the house
0: you got it for real. You can find me on LinkedIn at Atlanta Ellison that would I be uh at this uh time. So thank you all for tuning to another episode of the Financial Grio TFG.
1: We're out. Thank you for listening to the Financial Grio podcast, powered by the Wealth Builders Collective.